Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I want to tell you about a time when I was out hiking in Yorkshire. Now, if you know me from listening to me on the Renaissance English History Podcast, you know that I love hiking along the coast near Scarborough and Whitby. But on this occasion, I was actually headed up past Harrogate to a little village called Naresborough. It was a cold day. It already seemed really wintry considering it was only October. I left the station. I walked down to the 14th century castle where I poked around in the ruins for nearly an hour I didn't notice that the sky was starting to turn an ominous shade of gray, even more gray than Yorkshire in October usually is, which is saying something. I headed back up towards the town and crossed the River Nid when the sky opened up and it started pouring. I ran across the bridge looking for shelter and I couldn't find anything. And that is when I saw a light in the cave. It was surrounded by trees and forest and the cave itself was very dark. But that light shone almost supernaturally. I had to go and check it out. Anyway, it was still pouring. I was soaking wet and I figured that it would provide shelter if nothing else. So I stepped inside the empty cave and I looked for the light, which was still shining from the back. I wasn't the least bit afraid though. And looking back on it, I suppose I should have been. I just felt this serene sense of calm and peace, like I was being led. As I walked back towards the light, which by now was clearly a fire with flames dancing, I could make out the silhouette of an old woman leaning over a kettle. Every part of her looked like the traditional picture of witches that I had seen in storybooks growing up. She had a crooked back, a crooked nose, warts, all of it. My brain wanted to run, but my feet were firmly planted on the ground. The woman looked up and made eye contact with me, and it sent a shiver down my spine. Hello there, Heather, she said. What? How did she know my name? I looked around thinking for a moment that there might be another Heather in the cave, but there was just me. Put your bag down and come and get warm by the fire, she said, trying to smile, but sort of looking slightly sinister in the process. I put down my bag and as I started walking towards the fire and towards her enchanting eyes staring at me, I wondered what on earth I was doing. She scooped a mug into the kettle and then handed it to me. The liquid inside smelled good, almost like licorice and peppermint. Drink it. It will calm you and sit down, she said. And so I sat on a rock and put the mug to my mouth and I drank. You want to know who I am? She asked and I nodded. I am Mother Shipton and you are in my cave. Mother Shipton? I had heard of this very famous Yorkshire witch. I hadn't liked what I'd heard. I heard that she turned children into stone in her famous well because she couldn't have any children of her own. I must have looked scared because then she smiled. 
Oh, don't be so afraid, she said. I'm not going to hurt you. And she leaned over and put her hand on my forehead. It was actually kind of soothing and comforting, and it made me feel like I was home. She handed me a warm woolen blanket, and as I started to dry off and warm up there in the fire, she told me her story. How her mother had been a young girl shunned by her village when she fell pregnant, and she wouldn't say who the father was. She had found shelter in this cave, and she gave birth to Mother Shipton all by herself, and Mother Shipton's real name was Ursula. And her mother, Agatha, had scrounged around looking for berries and anything to support them for a couple of years before a local abbot took pity on them and placed Ursula with a family. Her mother, Agatha, went to a nunnery, and the two never saw each other again. Ursula looked wistful and sad at the thought of her poor unmarried mother, banished because she got pregnant. I was quite intelligent, she said, but I'm very ugly, as you can see, and so I was teased. The children were horrible to me. She smiled suddenly, but I got my revenge. I played pranks. I did things I shouldn't have done in secret, and they started saying I was a witch because they couldn't understand it. I looked over at her, and her eyes danced. Not only was I smart, but I could also tell the future, she said. Even King Henry himself asked me for advice on his marital issues. Cardinal Woolsey said he would burn me, but he never did. I told him he wouldn't ever get inside York, and he didn't. She smiled again. Never underestimate the power of a woman, she said. We have a power that men don't understand, and it makes them fearful of us. But when we can use it and control it, why then there is no stopping us. I wanted to ask her if that was true, why she was still living in a cave, but I decided to hold my tongue. You know I predicted the internet, she said, and this cave is England's oldest tourist attraction. People have been coming to my cave, to my well, for nearly 400 years. Did you ever get married and have children of your own? I asked. She looked sad. I married Tobias. He was a good man, but he died. People died a lot then. I came back to this cave and I felt my mother was with me, even though she had died by that point too. I found out later. I kept hoping she would come back and get me, she said. Life was hard, but I found joy in being able to help people with the herbs that I grew in the forest. She nodded towards my mug of licorice and mint tea. And eventually, most of the people became kind to me. They knew I was smart and that I would listen and try to help them with their problems. And they even protected me. As Mother Shipton talked, I grew sleepy and my eyes closed in front of the fire. The cave was surprisingly unstuffy given the lack of ventilation, and I could hear the rain outside and felt very warm and safe with Mother Shipton talking. She told me about her life, about all the people she met, the people who came to her cave to ask her for advice, and how she lived until she was in her 70s. I thought a lot about how women were so vulnerable then, how your place in your community was everything, and if you didn't have that place, you couldn't easily go and create one. Instead, you just had to deal with having a hard life. I must have drifted off to sleep with Mother Shipton talking to me and singing, and when I woke up, it was morning. The storm had passed, and the birds were chirping, and I was alone, still laying in a really uncomfortable position on that rock. There was no woolen blanket, though I still was actually quite warm. There was no fire, no kettle, nothing that would have given any hint that there was a woman here last night. The only thing was the smell of mint in the air and this taste of licorice that was still in my mouth. I'm not actually sure what happened that night, and I walked back to the station feeling very confused. I'm still confused, even all these years on. But even with that confusion, I carry part of Mother Shipton and that night with me. You can hear more about witches, 
ghosts, and other spooky encounters with headless Tudor women at englandcast.com, where I've added several of my Halloween episodes from years past.